0: No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around.
1: You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with
2: it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation
1: away from extinction.
0: You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargill and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargill and Bruce Flurry. And good
2: morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists' Roundtable of Michigan. And on the mic... On the on the camera, Bruce Fleury, <laughs> off of assignment
3: and ready to go this morning. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Phil. And this uh, and uh, this is the uh, this is the last time I'm off assignment. I will uh, actually this is uh, the first time I'll be off assignment, uh, and then uh, the rest of the the rest of the, uh, the rest of the time every weekend I'll be I'll be with you uh, from uh, from my my location out here on the East Side. So. Mm-hmm. So we'll, yes. we'll, we'll give him hell. We'll give them hell every Saturday, my friend.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe we
2: can
3: even get you down to that border. Since uh, Tom Miller has <laughs> yeah, having yeah. such a hard time, maybe we can get you. <laughs> well, well, I was afraid I wasn't going to make it out of my driveway this morning <laughs> with all the uh, with all the that we <laughs> yeah. had. You yeah. know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing we're skyping. I wouldn't have made. I wouldn't have made it uh, halfway across town. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. I got. Uh, I got. We got. A, my wife and I got a, uh, awakened this this morning about four thirty. Right. And, uh, so one of the neighbors was going up and down the street here, um, just alerting folks, you know, uh, maybe they want to move their vehicles away from the, uh, from the gutters and all that type of thing, which I did. But we have, we have a sewer drain in front of our house and then the neighbor lady right across the street has a sewer drain and they get, whenever you get a little bit of leaves or, you know, twigs or grass clippings or whatever, especially this time of year, and then it rains and it rains quite heavy, all that stuff just kind of gets blocked up and then you got to go pull away from the sewer grate. Yeah. And when we finally got the water to recede, I looked outside and I have a, a, a debris line about 30 feet back from the street, which, which tells you how, gives you some idea of how fast it, uh, it all happened last night. But uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty clear now. We're we're obviously we're going to have more rain over the weekend and that type of thing. But I've never I've it's been a while since I've seen something this uh, this extensive here. But yeah. we're high and dry, we're ready to roll. This is um,
2: the time of the year. There's yeah, sure, May flowers uh, and <laughs> June, uh, you know. So uh, you know it, it's a refreshing way to, to to get a little cleansing. I hope we don't get anything. Uh, like happened down in Florida, but
3: oh, uh, you know that with was, the collapse that was, that of that was, building down there, that was horrible. I guess there were a whole bunch of uh, warnings and uh, that that went uh, unheeded about structural uh, integrity and uh, you know cracks in the foundation and all that type of thing. So it was easy to it almost looked like the Murrah building after uh, after yeah. Timothy McVeigh got uh, got yeah, through same, with it. Same person. You ever heard of uh,
2: uh, concrete <laughs> ca- cancer? Yeah. I've heard it. Yeah. That. yeah. Uh, I, I read concrete. an article that said that uh, one of the guys that did the inspection of that building, they knew that that building was sinking about two centimeters a year. Yeah. And uh, they they just logged it in and more or less forgot about it because you don't expect uh, anything like this to happen. But right. uh, the combination of uh, the moisture and the sea, uh, salt, uh, the salt coming off
3: the sea gets into right. the concrete, and you know you got you, you, you oh, can yeah. have serious problems. Yeah, I, I'm I'm familiar with uh, the number that uh, salt can do on concrete because uh, over the winter time we put rock salt on their our front steps, and now they're crumbling. <laughs> so oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I tell you what, uh, when they, when they fu- don't be surprised to see a lot of lawsuits filed. Oh, uh, oh yeah, they already they're happens. already filing them. Well, you know what? And speaking of lawsuits, I think the Loudoun County School Board of Education is uh, should be ripe for uh, for a lawsuit after treating for a gentleman named uh, John uh, Tiggis uh, for basically standing up and voicing his opinion about how damaging critical race theory is. And I don't know if you saw any of the videos, Phil, but uh, apparently there were a lot of folks there that were not happy with CRT and uh, the reason he got arrested was because people were applauding what he had to say. And it just kind of, it just kind of snowballed. Apparently, uh, you know, got uh, a few more people got agitated and that type of thing. And next thing, you know, the police are being called to, uh, to, to quell the order because the, uh, the school board had declared it to be an unlawful assembly. Now, Phil, the school board meetings are open to the public They are held in a public space, and the public has a right to voice their opinion, sometimes, you know, strongly, sometimes not so strongly, depending upon the individual, correct? Uh Okay, so he gets up, and he talks about it, and uh, talks about critical race theory and how damaging it is. They did not like what they heard, apparently, and what resulted was pandemonium and... Chaos—I guess you want to call it chaos. Uh, anytime the police are involved, uh, you're going to have a situation, I guess. But uh, uh, this is uh, the 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 way the school board is acting. Phil is uh, is 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 really beyond the pale here because not only did they uh, not apologize for you know having this uh, gentleman arrested, they are doubling down on their pushing this radical agenda. Not just critical race theory, but also this uh, over hypersexualization of children as, as 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 young as preschool. Yeah, and they don't seem to think there's a thing wrong with it. Well, the fact of the matter is, there's a whole hell of a lot of things wrong with it. And even even the guy who's pushing critical race theory, uh, this guy wrote a book uh, called How to Be an Anti-Racist. Uh, Ibram Kendi, I forget what his real name is or his his uh, his former name was, but he's a book guy who wrote how to be an an anti-racist. And his solution, Phil, to discrimination is more discrimination. (laughs) There you go. More discrimination. In other words,
2: we're going to make you pay, Whitey. Yeah. I mean, that's the standard practice. Look, they constantly talk about uh, something being systematic. You know racism, and they and they've been successful in blaming Republican administrations for that and hiding their hands. But what is the, uh, the what is the 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 tie-in between Republicans and racism when they they get laws in uh, civil rights to? stop discrimination. And what do they do? Mm -hmm. The Congress allows caucuses on the side of the Democrats to have a black caucus where no white people are allowed. Oh, yeah. If you you tell me that they should be in charge of telling people what is racism and what isn't racism, Mm -hmm. and all of their remedies use racism or discrimination as the yeah. remedy.
3: Well, you know, well, you know, Phil. Uh, I mean, so, so,
2: and and, and to give you an example,
3: yeah.
2: The the remedy is if 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 you uh, are accused of uh, of uh, like say for instance the on the on the uh, the, the wedding uh, the the guy that wouldn't make the cakes for the for yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. two homosexual men. Okay, now this is constitutional. Says that you know, you you got a right to to, to your opinion,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you got a right to your religion and to yeah. believe in your religion. What do they do? They they want to take him and find him, run him out of business because he is looking to uh, to to uh, be a faithful follower. Of his religion, of oh, his, his faith, yeah, his religion, exactly. And he, gets, and, and he gets and the remedy for for what they wanted to do is, is to break this guy and and tear him up and you know give him uh, yeah, I know. Uh, a punishment that's way beyond what the what the what the 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 results should be. So right. these are the kind of things that that the Democrats have been very successful in doing, mm-hmm. and uh, uh but.
3: Uh, I want to, you know, we got some phone calls. you think we ought to get to those calls first? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, first up, uh, we have what? Allison Larkowski on the line. Uh, Allison, are you there?
4: Yeah. Good morning, you guys.
3: Good morning, Good morning. Darren. How are you? You staying well, dry?
4: <laughs> well, I talked to Phil this week. I was thinking about mentioning a little, a couple things about the critical race theory. Sure. And... Um, I mean, it's definitely infiltrating into our school systems. Mm-hmm. So I, I really believe that, you know, Christians are on the front lines and, you know, like taking action is where we're at right now in America. Yeah. Uh, I know, Phil, I tell Phil, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not, the, the politicians have really disappointed me, but um, yeah. I just want to give a testimony. I actually went, normally I don't go to my local school board, haven't been there in years. But um, I found out that they're pushing the critical race theory in the school system, and so a, a pastor friend of mine, a friend of mine, and I went, and we spoke, and I, I'll tell you, the parents that were there, there was only ten parents, but the parents that were there, they really had some good point. You know, they each one of us had a perspective that really came together. It was amazing. It was like it was like God putting it all together. And I just really right. want to encourage people when you look at the numbers of people showing up at these school board meetings, there's not very many people like maybe under 10 when they're viewing this on zoom, it's under a hundred. I mean, we have yeah. thousands of students, thousands of parents that need to step out. Yeah. And I just, I just well, want to sure. give the testimony that we, I called the newspaper cause I was thinking, Hey, you know, can you guys write up on this stuff? And, You know, he's like, oh, we we went right on that, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, my local paper actually wrote about the meeting and quoted some of the parents, including myself. And, you know, sometimes when we take action, you know, we don't really, we don't know the extent of our actions. But I really believe God's hand is on America. And God, you know, if we take that first step of action, I believe that God will magnify you know, if we honor God in every sphere of influence, we need to take action. And, you know, God is taking action for us, too. I really believe that.
3: All right. Well, Allison, um, I was uh, looking through my emails earlier trying, trying to find something that Phil had sent, sent over, and I came across this. It's a group called Parents Against Critical Theory. Are you familiar with that?
4: No, I don't know. There's so
3: many groups. Now, go ahead. That's great. Okay. Well, basically, it's called Parents Against Critical Theory, and they've been around apparently for a year. Uh, okay, and they they're referring to the speech that President Trump recently gave in uh, North Carolina to the GOP, and he warned the American public about the dangers of critical race theory. So uh, apparently, he uh, he hasn't he, he knows that uh, uh, he knows a little bit that this uh, this group is in existence, but uh, Parents Against Critical Race Critical Theory it's called PACT for short. Is an organization of parents fighting back against the radical left pushing their progressive politics on our children. In the past year, they've hosted rallies against CRT and challenged local school boards, just like in Loudon County and uh, you know in in uh, in the Chicago area and uh, and and possibly the uh, the Gross Point Woods uh, School Board, um, pushing CRT on our kids. And they're just getting started. So this bears looking into. And I'm going to do some checking on that after the program, and maybe we can uh, report it back on that next Saturday. But we really do appreciate you making that effort, uh, uh, Allison, to uh, to uh, to get out there and find out what's going on, because I know you got kids, uh, uh, and they're, they're probably still rather impressionable at their young age, right?
4: No, they're older, but I, I have to tell you, I think we need to go local. I mean, I think that people yeah. need to get together with the parents in their communities I- um, yeah. And you know, I just had a I had a dinner with a couple of the parents. I mean, you, I mean, everybody can just get together. They don't have, you know, they really don't have to start this big organization. They need to go to their local school boards because right. I, I just want to I just want to cover a couple of things. I mean, basically, what they're doing is they're changing the focus of education from academics to politics. They're replacing right. education with activism. I'm mm-hmm. reading that perpetuating the narrative America is fundamentally evil. They're pushing mm-hmm. for a race-based revolution. And, yeah. you know, changing ident- identity, racial identity. They're, they want to change the narrative on r- racial identity. And it's yeah. so serious. And it's in the schools. It's not going to be in the schools. It's under um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So mm-hmm. if, if they're not, you know, it was like Common Core. Common Core kept changing the name, changing the name, changing the name. Yeah. But it's oh, yeah. all oh, yeah. the same. And so it's almost like an alarm. It's like sounding the alarm. We don't have time. I mean, you guys got to organize in your own school districts in your with your parents, grandparents. Like some people will say, oh, I don't have kids in school. It doesn't matter. This is America. Right. This is the foundation. And I think DeSantis has a great thing in Florida. He's going back. These kids don't even know the three branches of government. They don't even know. Our government how our government operates. That's how weak our educational system is right now, and that's really well, they sad. abandoned
3: Well, they abandoned civics uh, in the in the I'm back in the, the late 60s. They they abandoned civics in government, and they replaced it with this uh, uh, blanket term called social studies. Yeah, and that's where it really started started hampering our kids because you know if, if you if you don't understand your founding documents. Which weigh out not just why we exist, but you know uh, what type of government we're supposed to have. And they keep confusing Republican with the democracy, and that that's extremely dangerous because these kids grow up being confused as to well what kind of government do we have, and how can they how can if they don't know how can they be a part of it? How can they be a functioning responsible citizen, Allison?
4: Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I think I think these kids are really. Confused, And I looked at Portland when you looked at the um, what was going on in Portland, Oregon. It's like, guys, these are these are kids that went to American public schools. These (laughs) are kids that were brought up to be activists. When you look at the training in Portland and three, they had an article, three of the high schools, how they belittled the white teachers and just smashed them. And you know what? I mean, they're it's like they train these kids to be activists and hate America. It's yeah. it's in our schools. So we right. have to take ownership and, and you know what, share with other people. I mean, we're at war right now for our country and for our children's education and their minds. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that they took out civics way back then. That's oh, like sure. unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah.
3: Well, well, you know, you mentioned about Oregon. I heard uh, yesterday uh, Charlie Kirk was talking about. I think six counties in eastern Oregon want to want to leave Oregon
4: and join Idaho. <laughs> you know, so I. But yeah, but that's what they want us to do. You know what? I mean, we're supposed to. You know what? God placed us in different places, and we uh-huh. need to fight for our land. Like our, you know, people went to war to fight for this land in America. We need to fight. You know, we're giving up territory. And I'm just like, you know, I don't think that's right either. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're letting them have our land in America, and we're letting them tear buildings apart. And there's this brainwashing going on in America. We need to fight where we're at, fight where we're at, and take back our territory and not walk in fear. I mean, it's it's so evil what's going on in our country. So evil. Well,
3: Allison, Allison, uh, that uh, we're... We're uh, getting up against the clock here pretty soon, but uh, uh, thanks so much for calling in and, and and informing us what you've done to take to take action. And even if and, you and keep, keep, keep in touch uh, 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 Allison and continue you uh, to let us know how you're coming
2: with your end because what you're doing is very important because these people have organized these kinds of uh, movements and they are and they are perpetuated and then advanced and we continue to get this nonsense where the kids are not benefiting but they are organized yeah and that's that's wrong
4: because yeah. they're
2: indoctrinating our kids well, it's,
4: it's,
2: well, so much
4: I, for your I just report. want you yeah. know biblically, god can restore what the locust has stolen and you know what we need to take back our country yes and americans right. are rising up i am seeing people that have never gotten involved politically or in their school boards i see this young generation rising up i see mothers coming out of the woodwork i mean people are rising up i mean there is a shifting going on and i think we really need to encourage people that we can we can make a difference we can save our country and you know i mean hey we live in the best country ever i mean everybody wants to come to america right yeah
3: yeah i don't i don't see this mass exodus to cuba do you (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no no i mean they, well, I, they don't even I, want to go to canada <laughs> you know we're, we're yeah. all these celebrities saying they're moving to canada if, if uh if donald trump wins well he won and they're still here bunch yeah. of hypocrites thanks so much allison we love you take care and uh, keep us uh, keep us posted
4: okay love thanks, you guys thanks bye-bye
3: god bless okay we got joe from uh wyandotte on joe are you have, are you there with us What's
1: going on, my friend? Yes, I am. I called in about the building, but first regarding what Allison said, they changed the name. Yes. We have discussed on this in Moment of Clarity and Your American Heritage often how the left always has to twist the language. The fascocrats never change their plans They just changed the terminology to try to continue to fool people. And secondly, Phil, you asked the question what is the tie in with Republicans and racism? Well, the leftards, the miseducated, indoctrinated buffoons will tell you it's the big party switch, stupid. How do you not know that? Which, of course, is a lie. And Dinesh D'Souza in Hillary's America dispels that myth very easily. And just because the title's called Hillary's America, if you've not seen it, the subtitle is The Secret History of the Democrat Party. You still need to see Hillary's America. Uh, If you've not seen it yet, it's a lot more than just about Hillary, but about the building. The 9-11 truth or nuts that insist the trade centers were uh, brought down by demolition charges. Get your tinfoil hat on now are saying the same thing about the condos in Florida. And here's why. John McAfee had a secret storage location in one of the condos. Well, Ooh. produce me a lease agreement and <laughs> I'll start to take you seriously. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, people Thanks will so say anything on business. the internet, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, love you, brothers. Take care. God bless. Bye bye. Okay. You too, my thanks, friend. Have a have a great week. So
3: but uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I don't. I don't know if you ever read the book Disinformation. Um, I by Philip Kangor, I think it was. Um, and that was a uh Phil. That was a uh an examination of the the idea that the. Uh, Twin Towers were brought down by controlled demolition and all this type of thing. And, uh, you know, Rosie O'Donnell was saying on The View how this is the first time that uh, fire ever melted steel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, you know, there were, there were a lot of uh, there was a lot to unpack in that book. But basically, uh, you know, it just it, the, the, the guy just uses common sense when he goes through the whole thing like, okay, you're going to bring down two buildings like that. Do you realize how much high explosives you'd have to have and how how intricate it would be and how much secrecy would be involved in placing these charges you know, at various points on these buildings? Um, it, it doesn't, to me, it never passed the smell test, you know, no. because uh, sooner or later somebody would have to find out something. You'd have to have super secret uh, a super secret, uh, uh, something like on uh, on the order of the Manhattan Project on steroids, <laughs> you know. But if people just yeah, a lot of somebody times somebody's
2: got to tell me how they set the charges. I mean,
3: yeah, you know, if you know anything about bringing down a building like that, and you were in the construction business too, Phil. Yeah. You saw what goes into
2: these. I did demolition. Worked on the demolition crew of a Hudson building, so. Yeah. You know, when somebody tells me that somebody got in a building and and uh, and uh, set some charges to bring that building down, I want to know how they did it because we worked the many a 12-hour day, the 14-hour day down there,
3: getting getting that set where it would drop. So, and and then again, you have to you have to say, well, then the planes didn't hit the towers. I mean, were they just. What happened to the people? Did they get taken yeah. up by uh, aliens? What yeah. about the plane crash in uh, Stoystown, Pennsylvania? What about the, cr- the crash of the Pentagon? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, the thing is, again, we, we talk
2: about um, the, okay, we, uh, we're coming up against the, the hard break. So folks, uh, stick where you are. Folks on the line, hang on.
0: You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Starjell and Bruce Flurry. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600.
5: Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. Civil human behavior, the ultimate controller of inanimate objects, guns, and weapons. On Friday, July 20, 2012, James Holmes entered a theater in Aurora, Colorado, and randomly killed 12 people and wounded many more. In less than 24 hours, anti-constitutional leftists emerged from their cesspools and neo-democrat communists crawled and slithered out of their swamps to implement Democrat comrade Rahm Emanuel's declaration to never let a good opportunity go to waste. To anti-constitutional radicals, the atrocities in Aurora could have been prevented with gun control. Not once did they blame the gun-activator James Holmes. Nor was blame assigned to the barrage of class envy-hate speeches proliferated by President Obama and his comrades as possible cause of effect and factors. More homicides are committed by weapons other than handguns, shotguns, and rifles. Each year, hundreds of Americans are killed with an assortment of objects, baseball bats, feet and fists, hammers, incendiary liquids, Knives, motor vehicles, and poison, just to name a few. On 11 September 2001, thousands of people in New York City World Trade Centers were killed without guns. And in Waco, Texas, under tyrannical Democrat Attorney General Janet Reno, children and adults were killed by fire, gas, and smoke, not guns. If evil, inanimate guns are responsible for violence, why do Congress members have guns? Why did the police who rushed to the Aurora Theater have guns? Why do the Secret Service who provide security for White House interloper, China Joe Biden, have guns? During the reign of President Ali Obama, Marxist Attorney General Eric Holder, under Operation Fast and Furious, sent evil guns to Mexico. Every day, American children are indoctrinated by fictional characters as portrayed on Sesame Street and other cartoon shows where alligators, bears, birds, coyotes, dogs, rabbits, snakes, and worms interact with each other. Neo-Democrat communists using similar indoctrinations are trying to convince people that inanimate guns like fictional cartoon characters, can independently interact and assault, wound, and kill people. Only irredeemable lunatics believe such nonsense. But truth is meaningless to totalitarians, and neo-democrat communists are totalitarians. And in order to control people, they must disarm or restrict their ability to protect themselves, that is why the Second Amendment constitutional right to keep and bear arms is an impediment to their revolution. But, to we the people, the Second Amendment is essential to the defense of the United States and our liberties. Statistics show that more people have been saved from hurt, harm, and death by having a defensive, protective weapon at their disposal. Therefore, we the people must reject and never surrender to the delusion that eliminated inanimate guns will stop evildoers from killing. Because civil human behavior is the ultimate controller of inanimate objects, guns, and weapons. I am Milt, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. And we are back. Thanks again to
2: Milt Harris for another outstanding Commentary this week. Um, one of the things that uh, that has gotten by us as uh, as a nation um, as a result of the election of Joe Biden, you know, it's a lot of stuff coming out about uh, his son and China and things like that, the China coronavirus. Yeah, and uh, we we uh, have overlooked the fact. That in this uh, thing about the relationship with China, mm-hmm. you remember that Kodak was supposed to have gotten a loan from the government for about $800 million to, uh, to get them into the pharmaceutical business. Right. And guess what? Hmm. It it would you know they talked about this, this thing, but it wasn't ever uh uh off the ground like it should have been. And it was a in my estimation a pure attempt by the big three pharmaceutical companies in this country from making America independent when it comes to pharmaceuticals. Because it it would have to be that because there was never any effort on the part of the big three that were, you know, that run the drug industry in this country to cooperate with uh, Donald Trump in stopping the uh, import from China and India into into America in the pharmaceutical, because China controls about ninety percent of uh, of our drug, uh, the basic. Uh, Component that is in all of the all of the drugs. So, and then India has a big portion of it, and they import a lot of it. and the, And the companies here are making a lot of money because they get the product for very cheap wages from China and from India, and then they are able to charge us outlandish fees for for the for the finished product. Now. Here's what I say. Anything that makes America independent from foreign uh, distribution of any product should be something that we are striving for. But it seems like this whole thing with Kodak has been covered up and split up. And, and, uh, you know, they say that they're going to continue with this. Yeah, but uh, but there's still uh, some things that I think were wrong with the government when uh, when they uh, uh, somehow or another this loan never got to Kodak. and um, I think now it's they may be on the track to it, but they still haven't gotten it. The thing is that. They even investigated, the SEC uh, even investigated some of the officers in, uh, in uh, Kodak for uh, insider trading and, and, and because of the fact that there was a a, uh, a discounting of uh, stock options and somehow or another um, the investigation went forward. Uh-huh. and. Now it seems that uh, that it is gotten to the point where they may be on the on the track to getting getting off the ground,
4: but it shouldn't have
2: been. It should have been. They should have had this, and they should be rolling. They should be making uh, an inroad into the pharmaceutical industry, but that's not the case.
3: They're still at, at at the first stage of this thing. Let me get this straight, Phil. Okay. Uh, they're investigating Kodak for insider trading. Okay. Uh, do, I seem to remember a certain first lady who uh, put a thousand dollars down on cattle futures and went up end up with about a hundred thousand dollar profit. She said that she uh, <laughs> she she got this this great trading acumen from reading a couple of articles in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. But
2: <laughs> see, yeah. the yeah. thing is that. That you look at, yeah, what has happened to private business in this
3: country? Yeah. They, they, uh, they, they'll investigate private business, but they don't investigate their own, exactly right. fill, their own corruption, uh, Phil, their own. You know,
1: their, yeah, their own. He, Joe
2: Biden comes in, yeah, and and, 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 and erases the border mm-hmm. uh, wall, he erases yeah. the pipeline. Yeah, and and this um this whole thing with the pharmaceuticals, Uh you know, that never really got off the ground, you know, especially uh, right because uh, all of this was happening between the elections, and and the the more it looked like Joe Biden was going to win, the more uh, the the effort was, it looked like, to to, uh, keep Kodak from getting uh, fast-tracked, getting into into the pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, I, I say that right now, just like um, Allison said that people have got to take the initiative. Mm-hmm. I would say that that this should be a, a uh, an opportunity for people to to do regionally and 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 start up uh, a pharmaceutical enterprise here in this country. It what it's, have, it's right have. for it because one yeah. thing uh, just like uh, people should start the grassroots mm-hmm. they should start grassroots opportunities for all of the stuff that the democrats have had put on the side and said hey we're not going to do this i yeah. mean there's no reason in the world that we should be um flag with people, a million people coming across the border illegally mm-hmm. because the Democrats are trying to, to get voter superiority for yeah. the next hundred years. And this is what their effort is, to bring that, open that border up. You see, Texas started theirs. They started their uh, own initiative to put up a wall. This is what has got to happen. People have got to wake up and find out what's going on here. Yeah, and just like uh, Allison said, you got to start at these schools. People have got to see that they have to take this back, because the the government in the hands of the Democrats is for the sake of the Democrat Party and the Democrat philosophy. It's not for. The people that they always talk about, that they're always looking out for the little guy and all of that. Well, the true. little guy in this country should be banding together and starting things like uh, since America is has always been about business and enterprise. And, and, you know, it used to be the same. You remember what that saying used to be? Yeah, the business business of America is business. It's business. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do. And we need to start with these these organizations Mm -hmm. that are seeing where the government is is coming in and stopping these projects and stuff like that. We need to say that's not going to happen. If they can come up and tell you that uh, people like Black Lives Matter can come up and say, uh, you know what? We ought to defund the police department. Well, how how, how people banding together and saying let's fund the police department and let's fund the pipeline to the to, uh, to defi- refinery and cut out the, uh, the idea of uh, using trains to, uh, to bring this stuff where it can be uh interrupted and uh service can be interrupted and and things happen like happened in texas this is what what uh uh, the 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 leadership in texas saw that this was a direct result of of the actions of these people to stop major projects like they did with the pipeline and the in the uh, in in the walls. So this is what has to happen. People have got to, to 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 take action and stop this nonsense. Yeah. Because Black Lives Matter can do it and get to get all of the craziness that's come out of that. Defunding the police departments and and electing people that don't want to prosecute criminals but want to prosecute uh, uh, upstanding citizens of the country. Yeah, like yeah. those people in St. Louis, you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, uh, the, the, I think uh, I almost called their name, but the the ones that had the guns out protecting their home when that when they were uh, yeah. taking over the
3: neighborhoods. Yeah. Well, look what look what they look what happened to David Dorn, the uh, retired uh, police chief who uh, was just helping out a friend uh, guard their store during the riot in St. Louis, and they wound up getting he wound up getting killed. And then the uh, the killers, uh, 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 they uh, they recorded his death. Yeah. Nobody stopped to help this guy. Nobody lifted a finger. Here he is, a guy, a black guy, the guy that the guy that uh, these uh, progressives and other and, and other, uh, other ne'er do wells claim that they uh, that so much that they care about, and nobody stopped him. Nobody stopped to help this guy. And another yeah. thing, I was watching last night, you were talking about defund the police uh, briefly. Um, I on, on, on Tucker's program last night, Tucker Carlson, I don't know if you saw this, but they had a graphic of the of the spike in crime since all this stuff started happening uh, mm-hmm. uh, about a year ago. The homicide rate in Portland, Oregon, is at 566% increase. Wow. Yeah, 566%. Yeah, and and that's that's Portland. That's the worst. I mean, you see all these all these cities, um, you know, that that, uh, that are are doing this stuff. They're they're experiencing massive spikes in in, in crime, and uh, you know, and and when are people going to get the message?
2: That yeah, the message
3: is, is, is deadly. it's a death sentence. The the more that you can
2: practice. Um, what they call racism, the the more successful you're going to be of taking this country down three or four notches in the place where it needs to be reinforced. I'm talking about we need to reinforce the dedication of law enforcement to following the Constitution. Instead of that, uh, we've got every uh, agency in the country that's being cowered by civil rights laws that were made up by Democrat Party of, you
3: know, uh, for, operatives. Basically, not politicians, but operatives. Yeah, except for, uh, apparently, for uh, James Craig and our good friend, uh, the Milwaukee County Sheriff. Uh, yeah. We've got the Edwards Notebook uh, on tap here, uh, uh, Phil. And so if yeah. Derek, you be so kind as to uh, take it away for us.
0: What happened to live and let live? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. One of the hallmarks of liberty, which means freedom with responsibility, is the right to choose, meaning one chooses to recognize and honor God or not. Remember when leftist and unnatural sexual practitioners used to say, hey, live and let live, allow us to have our lifestyle, leave us alone, and we won't bother you, but Not-so-funny things happened recently. What naive Americans did not realize is that the unnatural sexual practitioners and every other form of leftists had devised a long-term plan to normalize deviant behavior and force our society not only to accept and support their ways, but to also eventually reject morality, the traditional family, our exceptional nation way of life, etc. So now the leftists, including unnatural sexual practitioners, are allowed to indoctrinate children in libraries. And if a parent speaks up in disagreement, they are unjustifiably labeled as bigots and treated as if they don't have the right to raise their own children with good moral standards. (laughs) My fellow Americans, PG time is over and the leftists are playing hardball. So I suggest we meet the enemy and defeat them. Our God-given liberties depend on it. I'm Ron Edwards.
4: Ron Edwards, the new voice of America.
2: And again, Ryan Edwards uh, gets with the theme of the, of the program. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but because here's the thing. He, he sees uh, what it is that is going on in this country. You can, you can uh, find a group of people everywhere that sits back and comes up with an idea of how to take America from its foundation. By doing these kind of, uh, of stunts with uh, with uh, laws and stuff like that, and with controversial ideology, yeah so we have got to uh, we have, it is imperative that we make sure that we get the people as informed and as, and, 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 and the first thing, as Mill Harris said, we are not afraid. We need to face these people and tell them that we're not going to allow them to continue to change the the, the moral standards and the and the and the uh, and the just the, the fair uh, uh, practices uh, of that have made America the greatest country on earth. These people have got people, a, a design for this country that never was intended by anybody. Yep. And and you see it. I mean, uh, they've corrupted our kids. And I think it's about time that somebody stood up and said, that's enough. We're not going to allow you to continue to uh, corrupt our children like this. Because we've already done a generation of them. Because these kids coming out of school today are absolutely uh, uh, contaminated.
3: So this is where well, well, we, we, got, fact, we got a gentleman, we got a gentleman on the line who's not going to be putting up with it. The... Uh, we, uh, we've got to
2: get out of here with the, the mainstream of the people, and we have got to take this country back and and make this country what it was before this whole idea come about <laughs> that this, this country is the worst place on the, on
3: Earth instead of the best place. Well, we got a, we got a caller on a line who uh, doesn't take anything from anybody, and that's Walter. And uh Walter, welcome to the broadcast.
6: All right. First of all, let me say this. We ain't going to take nothing back because Republicans are still stuck on stupid. And, man, let me (laughs) say something. The Democrats are smarter in their schemes, their deceptions, their plots and plans. Let me give you an example. Oh, yeah, let me say before I give you an example of what I mean. uh, I told uh, Derek I'll say something about the uh, critical race theory and all this other nonsense that's going on in this country. Yeah. Take a trip down memory lane. It started with Barack Insane Osama Obama, Rashid Sam Raheed Ishmael Obama. Barack mm-hmm. Obama. It started with him. we have getting along yep. mighty fine with George W. Bush was in office. And I talked to a lot of whites that said that Obama took us back 40 years to the ghost of civil rights past. That's right. I said it again. Let me get on to my next point real quick. Time's running out. The reason, what I meant by pick up what I left off at about we ain't going to win nothing because Demo, Repu, Democrats are smarter than Republicans. We ain't going to take nothing back uh, because let, they got a new scam out now, a new hoax. They get a, uh, Democrats get started real early and get a, get, get a head start in their evil. It's called a Delta variant. That's right. I said it. And you know what it leads to? Filling the midterm elections to get mail-in votes and everything else. And I said that, but you can't get not one stupid Republican in the Congress to say that. If I can see that, how come they haven't seen? It? I'm just an ordinary person. That's right. I said it. Just, I believe it. That settles it.
3: Well. You're not. You're far from ordinary. With uh, with us, uh, uh, Walter, uh, you're you're a, you're a great guy, and uh, I can tell that you're someone who's uh, just as concerned about the fate of this republic as the rest of us. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna move heaven and earth to stop to stop that from happening. Remember, they backstabbed Trump, and
6: Pence is the ringleader of the Judases. I said it. I believe it. That's settled. That I'm out of here.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot, Walter. We appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend, and stay dry out there if you can.
2: And that is the program for this week, folks. Uh, join us next week, and we'll have another great show. See you next week. Remember. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.